And it seems like, you know, the, all these tips that were put in here in, in Joplin following the tornado really, as you say, com- coming from your article, was really unnecessary. Uh, it was. It, it, didn't, it didn't help redevelop Joplin in any meaningful way. And, and just to do some background, uh, what a TIF district is, is basically the city kind of draws a line around a, a neighborhood or a, in Joplin's case, it was the biggest TIF district in the history of the state, mm-hmm. and say that we're going to divert the, the tax revenue from this area over and above where it is right now, right? So any improvement, any additional tax, we're going to divert and we're going to put it in the pocket of a developer to help pay for whatever they develop in that area. And, you know, certainly after the tornado hit Doplin, there was a great deal of blight. And certainly there was a panic and people were afraid, you'll recall, the school district was afraid that children who uh, were diverted, families that moved, just wouldn't come back. And all the time around Missouri and around the country, Local leaders are told by developers, they're told by state development agencies, oftentimes they're local agencies, this is what you have to do to develop. And, and it's a hard a temptation to avoid. Certainly in uh, Joplin circumstances, there seemed like this was, this was worth doing. But from my point of view as sort of a, a social scientist, what was great about what happened in Joplin is you, you diverted money to go to the developer, but then the developer, Wallace Bialy, you'll recall, just went away. Right? Yeah. Or shyster, as you could out. call him. <laughs> <laughs> and nothing was ever built. Very little, I should say, was ever built. You'll right. recall the, the auditor looked, at, looked into it and, and found that there were some shenanigans going on in the buying and selling of land and things like that. But, but from my point of view, what was important to observe is the TIF district was set up, but because the developer went away, they never made uh, good on their promises. Nevertheless, Within five or six years, Joplin had recaptured all the lost land value due to the tornado and had grown its population beyond where it was in May of 2011. So I can observe that and say, you know, a, dis- a-, a place like Joplin will rebuild. It doesn't need the subsidies. So I was very happy to hear that the city is finally paying off the TIF maybe uh, a dozen years before the original deadline. Uh, and so that's, that's great news. Kind of Joplin uh, did an experiment. It didn't work out. And, and luckily for Joplin, unlike a lot of places, they can get out from under that experiment earlier. A lot of times cities uh, adopt TIFs. They're a bad idea, but they're stuck with them for, for 25 years. Well, there was a purpose for our TIF. It was rebuilding after a tornado. What do you think about TIFs that are, well, obviously I know what you think, but uh, explain to me the problems that if TIFs are done to redevelop a, a blighted area or, or even in some cases to redevelop a shopping district. Right. So though that is the that is the most common use of them now. So a developer comes in, looks at a shopping district and says, I'd like to redevelop this, but I don't want to pay the full cost. And maybe it's because it's in a bad part of town or it's in a kind of a desolate part of a highway. And they say, look, there's no there's a great deal of risk for me to come in and develop. I would like government to, to help out. And and that was the original intention of TIF to work in areas that don't see a lot of economic de- uh, a lot of economic development or economic activity, but in practice, what has happened is they use the TIF subsidy in areas that are already economically vibrant, and it just becomes a handout. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you see uh, you see shopping centers on on well trafficked uh, highways. Uh, you see shopping centers in in Tony neighborhoods in Kansas City. We use TIF to build headquarters for for 
you know, uh, prominent, uh, worldwide prominent corporations. And so it's become just sort of like a, a wink and a nod. The developer who's well-connected gets special favors. And, and that is because the language around blight, the language around the ways in which you administer TIF is so broad statutorily that it's almost meaningless. So we have no standards. So if you're a developer, you'd be a fool, frankly, not to ask for free government money. Not to well, another issue we found here in the state of Missouri is there really seems to be no oversight on these TIFs and that the money that's coming in in revenue, you know, just here in Joplin, that TIF district, the Hope Valley TIF district, which is where Cracker Barrel and a furniture store and some other um, stores are located just south of I-44, that was being money from there was being swindled by a man who's now been indicted on several charges of theft because he was supposed to be in charge of these TIF districts and he was taking the money and there was really no record of it with with the in the state. No, that, that's right. And and in that way, TIF is common with a lot of other special taxing districts like transportation development districts and community improvement districts where uh, a shopping center or you know even a, a somebody who owns an apartment building I suppose can can draw a, a line around their building on a map and say I want to raise my sales tax or property tax in this area and that money is going to go into my pocket and uh, the, the the state auditor to your point issued a report in which she pointed out that a lot of people don't know about this it's done without a public vote oftentimes the people on the board of the uh, taxing district are uh, you know, own the businesses themselves, and, and there's no transparency. So it is it is a great uh, problem. And and again, going back to state statute, we have so many. I, I saw a report recently from the Tax Foundation that there are around 10,000 special taxing districts in the United States. 1,200 of them are in Missouri. We're second only to oh, wow. Texas. And it's because the statutory language is so weak that, uh, you know, we're off to the races in Kansas City and St. Louis and Joplin and Springfield. You can create these very easily, and nobody knows where the money goes. If we uh, want more information on this, uh, where, where can we hit you up? So you can visit us at showmeinstitute.org, and you can find uh, plenty of research and writing about uh, Joplin and about TIFF in general. Thank you. All right, this is Patrick Tuey with the Show Me Institute. Thank you so much, uh, sir. Take care.